Hi, I'm Jan. And I'm Lynn. Lamplighters is a Bible study that focuses on what God's Word means to each of us. We're taking a break from our formal study, but we don't want to take a break from noticing how alive and active God's Word is in each of our lives. So with that in mind, we are going to do something a little different each week during the summer. We have invited some friends to come and share the most meaningful scriptures with us to them and why those verses are particularly significant to them. So in other words, how they have experienced the power of God's Word coming alive to them in their lives. So we hope this will be an encouragement to everybody who hears this and that you too will see ways that God is moving in your own life. So this morning, our guest is Stephanie Campbell, and she is going to tell us about her verse, which is Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Take it away, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, I'm Stephanie, and I am married to Daniel, and I am also mom to Baker and William, and I'm also an Enneagram 6, and I am one of the strongest Enneagram 6s you will probably meet. Um, but when Jan asked me to uh, think about my favorite Bible verse, um, I was definitely a little hesitant. Uh, number one, um, I don't feel qualified to talk about anything biblically related or um, <laughs> any, you know, any, let alone a specific Bible verse. So there's the that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then two, the verse that kind of came to my mind is my favorite. Um, it isn't really a favorite because of a joyful reason. It is probably my favorite because it's helped me during some really difficult times in my mm. life. Um, I have lived most of my life as a very anxious person, mm. even as a child. Uh, my mom recalls many times that I would just stay at home rather than go with my friends somewhere because I was always worried about my family and something would happen to them. And so that was a struggle. Um, and then it, it kind of became reinforced at the age of 15 when my father died so very quickly And it just reinforced that idea that good things can happen to bad people. I mean, bad things can happen to good people. Mm -hmm. And that was, it just kind of was stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got married. And as an adult, um, (laughs) that anxiety just transferred from my family to my husband. And so I would worry about him coming home from work or um, we used to run a lot and he still does. But I would worry like while he was on a long run, like something would happen to him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it just it just kind of got to that point. Well, um, shockingly enough, having children uh, does not make your anxiety go away. <laughs> no, <laughs> and then you had kids. Yeah, no, um, no, it um, it actually just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. And so it it heightened that fear that I already had of the world, mm-hmm. um, and it put it on like my precious little babies that God had given me, like mm-hmm. that the things that I was already really scared of could happen to my babies. And that was just really um, hard to live that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would probably also say, too, um, things hit a really low point for for Dan and I um, and the kids the summer before uh, my oldest baker was about to go to kindergarten. Um, I had that realization that I was about to let this precious little thing out into this real world of kindergarten and um, there was nothing else I could control. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the previous five years, like you could kind of control like preschool and things like that. And that's not the same, you know, when he goes to school. And so that realization that I was letting him out into the big, scary real world kind of took me um, to the ground. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was no longer able to sleep at night. And mm-hmm. um, 
I would be up getting physically ill in the middle of the night because um, I just couldn't deal. Um, I was having panic attacks and um, it was a real low point. And so um, Dan and I decided like we had to figure out like we had to do something because I was not functioning the way I should. And so um, uh, I would just like become so overcome with fear that I would lash out and yell and scream at my family. And it was just not good. And so I started meeting with a counselor and um, we kind of began talking through my story of anxiety and, you know, how my history kind of played into that. And so um, one thing that she did was she encouraged me to um, find a Bible verse. And I would use that in the middle of the night when I would either be in the middle of a panic attack or I could feel something coming on or just when I was about to lose all of that control. And so um, I found the verse in Matthew eleven twenty eight: come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. And it became like a comforting part of my life because in the middle of the night when everybody else in my house was asleep, um, I would just say it and meditate on it and just kind of keep saying it to myself, sometimes out loud. Sometimes I'd wake up Daniel and be like, I need you to help me. And, you know, um, but it it just became something for me to focus on rather than allowing myself to spiral out of control. Mm. Um, and so that was just kind of how I've used this verse. And, and I'm not saying that this verse made my anxiety go away. Like, mm-hmm. that's not true at all. But it did help calm me when— um, when, when it's not what my body wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it allowed me to take like my mind off of the worry that it was at the forefront of my mind. And so um, it just became soothing to me uh, to be able to do that. Um, I still have anxiety. Um, I still see a counselor and, you know, I mean, I still battled this a lot, um, but uh, it's really helped me at times when there was nothing else that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I very rarely have panic attacks anymore. Um, and my anxiety is better managed, but um, I, I don't. I don't know that my husband would say I'm more pleasant. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I, I did find comfort in this Matthew eleven twenty eight. Um, it's it's honestly one of the only verses I've ever been able to memorize in my life, mm-hmm. and it's only because it helped me at night um, just kind of come out of those. Thank you, Stephanie. That is. Um... That's a hard story. It's a hard story to tell, and it's a hard story to hear because, you know, we all feel like we should be okay in the yeah, world, oh, right? Yeah. And I, I personally have not had anxiety, but I have people in my life who have, and I know it's a very real thing. Yeah. And I would say in this past year with COVID and everything else that I would, I've had moments, of course, where I've had anxiety, and it's given me a real, a deeper, I think, understanding of what people go through. Um, but I do love this verse, and I've used this verse many times in my life, not necessarily for anxiety, but for me, it's, and this, I guess you could kind of relate this to anxiety. Um, I often want to feel like I'm the one who's in control of my life. Oh, yes. And when I don't feel that control, um, that's when I go to this verse and, and just have that comfort to know that, well, it's, you're not in control, Lynn. You never have been. <laughs> you know, right. I'm the one who's in control. Right. Oh, yeah. And just turn it over to me because I'm there for you and I will give you the rest. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful and it's a very comforting verse. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie, I appreciate you sharing that because like Lynn, I don't suffer from generalized anxiety. Occasionally, mm-hmm. every once in a while I do. 
but um, a lot of people do. And what I appreciate about your sharing is just to look at you on the outside. You look like you got it all together. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time in my, trying to perfect that, but it's never yeah. worked out. I don't know. It, you do a pretty good job of it. And I think that's the point is that inside, a lot of us can be feeling a lot of things that oh, wow. we don't feel free to share. And I appreciate your transparency because that's hard and that takes courage. And and I I, I love the fact that you found a lifeline and that was that scripture verse. Mm-hmm. You know, it you could have maybe not so easily gone to that dumb one that says, be anxious for nothing. <laughs> I never have understood that because it doesn't make yeah. sense to me. But this one, this one, by focusing on that verse, it, it it's a way of bringing your thoughts captive to Christ mm-hmm. and every thought captive to Christ. It's a way of refocusing you on the one who really is in charge and the one who can comfort and heal and cleanse and be what you need him to be in the middle of the night when nobody else is awake. And I, I love that. And thank you for sharing because that's, that's, it's a hard story, but oh, it is such an encouraging one. Mm-hmm. Well, and people. I think a lot of people struggle, especially now with anxiety. Sure. You know, um, I just think a lot of people don't want to talk about it, you know? So. Exactly. And you've opened a door and that is going to be a gift to a lot of people who hear this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Until next time. 